This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We listened to my friend, parentheses, so long, and we're going to talk about it today on Good Christian Fun. Yeah, I'm a kid, Diego. Hard. Consider the source. <laughs> hey, yeah. God, consider the source. Everything. Any of that noodle thing left? Ah, I'm a fan of my mom. Consider the source. Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. <laughs> Welcome to Good Christian Fun. <laughs> I'm Kevin. It's me, Caroline. It's me, Kevin. <laughs> we here at GCF, we're participating in the 2021 It's Me Challenge. Friends and folks at home, take your iPhone and record a bit of yourself saying, Naveen, it's me. Why did you uh, unmatch me? Or whichever way it goes. Well, you'll figure yeah. out when you watch the video. Yeah. It's me. But that's, um, course, and there's a charity aspect to that. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out by next week. Yes. That's, yeah. of course, Ben Affleck, the most divorced man alive. Um uh, uh, being exposed on TikTok by someone who matched with him on Raya, the dating app for celebrities, which is usually just like DJs and influencers. And then he messaged her on Instagram. A 48-year-old man messaged her on Instagram and said, why did you un- unmatch me? It's me. Do you think that's how he met Anna Darmus, <laughs> Or how he like yes. got in touch with her? Because clearly, I mean, he's not above it. That man will DM. And here's the thing, and I don't want to pit women against women in this culture, mm-hmm. but, you know... You know, Naveen put this on TikTok and she has an Instagram of herself. I'll just say there's nothing Naveen has that Jennifer Garner doesn't. I'll just wow. say that. Yeah. Jen, rooting for you always here in your They're corner. They're hanging out again, aren't they? No. Or no, him and J-Lo Lopez. were hanging out Lopez. <laughs> the other day. Wow, what an exciting, I love him. A Thank you, Ben Affleck, for everything you do for us. <laughs> do you think this is like his post-vaccine tizzy that he's in? Because we're all sort of delirious <laughs> with like having little small parties and like hugging people indoors again. And his thing is like, I guess I'll reignite one of the most famous yeah. celebrity romances. Fever-induced is- flirting. It, it's one of the big side effects. Um, <laughs> I think it's too dangerous. And I don't think people should get vaccinated because of that. I don't like to see people hooking up or dating. It's not safe. And uh, Bill Gates did that because he knew he was going to get divorced and he's looking for a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Naveen, why did Woo! you unmatch me? It's me. <laughs> Bill Gates. Woo. Good Christian Fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music, the movies, the entertainment made for and made by Christians. But we're not here to make fun of you or to call you dirty or, or rotten in any way. And we're not here no, to make you go to church either. We're just here to have some fun with our friends with whom we have no beef. At all, to speak of, <laughs> question mark? Caroline, what, what was your thing? What did you want to talk about? Um, I was going to do another challenge, which is remove the blanket on whatever's behind you challenge, oh, okay. Kevin. <laughs> okay. 
you know, I don't know. That's not really fun for the listener, Caroline, because this is an audio format. We, we don't put these out in video. You know, form, I know so. it's not going to be fun for the listener, but I think they will just muddle through. I think they'll okay. just live through a little second of silence just for me. <laughs> Caroline, for you, and only yes. because we took an oath as podcast co-hosts, I yeah. will do this for you. Yeah. Three, two, one. Peloton. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this so delightful to you? What's the? I don't fun? know. I think it's just. I thought it was so funny that you hid it. It's just <laughs> so you immovable. Told me that you hid it. It's and then so you put it back. immovable in the room. There's nowhere else for it to go. It's too heavy. Would you say it's so heavy that it would crush a human, Kevin? It would. Cr- uh, wait. What? I don't. I don't know what you're referring. Never mind. To. Move on. Anyway, I'm excited for you. I'm glad you got it because I think that you deserve it, and I think it's going to add to your life. Thank you. I I want to involve our guests in this discussion slash bullying session that we're <laughs> that we're now a part of. So I think it's time that we introduce them right now. Friends and folks, you may know them from the podcast, the Instagram account. Dirty Rotten Church Kids, everybody give it the hell up for Adrian Gibbs and Josh Lang. Hello. Dirty. Holy Rotten. shit, let's wow. go. That Church. was, this is beautiful. Hold are. on. Can we let it run? I want to let this run. Yeah, 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 yeah. Church. And this is what we do. We dance Praise in chairs over Affleck. Yes, praise to it's Ben me, Affleck. Thank ben you. Affleck. Thanks for the memes. I love that video. You look so unhinged. I'm worried about you because you're out. Alcoholism is troubling. You're like Bojack Horseman. Okay. (laughs) Whoa, you got a Bojack Horseman reference in there? I like that reference. I mean, yeah, that was a tweet going around. Why why is Ben Affleck different than Bojack today? Also, uh, have you guys seen Ben Affleck's back tattoo? Yes, of course. The Phoenix rising. Holy Lord. Yes, yes. What is it? It's a very colorful Phoenix, but it's not like a spot on his back. It's his entire back. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice, nice. It's a, a movie, choice. Though. I don't think it's that's what he said. And um, they, oh, but wait, we haven't like seen his back since. Yeah, that's oh, what they said. It was for a movie, but he got mm-hmm. the the photo taken while he's on vacation with mm-hmm. his family. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it just wasn't for a movie. <laughs> Regardless, was, it's a it's a choice. Years yeah. and years ago, he was giving us what we needed as as a culture. Uh, you know, Caroline just there it is. Here oh is, my god, it is my Zoom background right now. Um, that is that kind is. of like the male tramp stamp. <laughs> it's just like yeah, too much I would tattoo. say a vast, colorful <laughs> phoenix on your back. Is certainly a tramp stamp of sorts. Goodness, but you there's know what? more space on his back that has color than there isn't. I know. That's yeah. Naveen, I want you to this. kiss every part of me that isn't white. <laughs> Naveen, Whoa. it's my back. <laughs> he slowly turns around to reveal his back tattoo. She's like, "Oh, I gotta have it." There we yeah, go. Match. That's that's like his blue check mark. Naveen, it's my. <laughs> that's Man, how no you my know. Phoenix. It's him. Great. <laughs> Oh, Ben He's Affleck rising. is what brings us together, one and all. Truly, Let us pray. We wish you yeah. the best, Ben. I guess. I mean, I wish Jennifer the best, but yeah, I, I hope Ben doesn't die or you know have something bad to him happen to yeah. him. He'll be okay. He'll be fine, <laughs> guys. We're here Hello. to bury the hatchet and we settle the score. Yeah. Should we give a little background on this? By the way, thanks so much for doing the show, gang. 
Especially oh, we're happy to be here. Zone diff. Oh, what a what a pleasure! Man. What an honor! You, you know, this is certainly like an East Coast West Coast matchup. I didn't know if I needed to lean in to like the beef trope, you know, kind of a Jets versus Sharks thing. Mm-hmm, I was like, do mm-hmm. I come in in character? Um, but no, we are here to bury the hatchet <laughs> once and for all. Jets versus Sharks, the cl- the biggest beef of all time. The, be- <laughs> the classic East West beef: Jets beef. versus the. When sharks. I think beef, I think of fancy boys dancing in Harlem. Dancing Jazzy Jer- Jerome beef. Robbins choreography. <laughs> That's the kind of beef I like. That's right. Me too. Me yeah. too. So how did it all start? Where Where do we begin? Where do we begin oh, with this? Boy. I think it started with a reference we made on yeah, our I think, show. I think you might have fired the first shot. To your, to your show. It was a shot over the bow and it awakened just... From the phoenix. The, the, you awoke the, my oh, phoenix. Yeah. There it is. And it's, it's been phoenix. rising ever since. Uh, <laughs> of course, Adrian and Josh have a wonderful podcast called Dirty Rotten Church Kids. But one of the things that they do that is very effortful on their parts is that they do write a theme song for their guests that they have on the show, specific to the guests. They don't just play wow. Amy, MRF, and Grant over it every time like we do just like a one-size-fits-all template they do the work they put in the time Mm. and i did somewhat subtweet that fact on this podcast and i said there's podcasts out there that i've listened to that put in a lot of work for guest intros there's one in fact where they write an intro for their guests every week but i'm not gonna do that and we're in a i think i said something along the lines of we're in a fight with that podcast Mm -hmm. because we're we're in fierce competition with them something like that at which point little did we know little did we know little did we know we would cause (laughs) i mean i didn't sleep for probably weeks you know after hearing that the communities were set ablaze reddit crashed (laughs) multiple times and then it made its way back of course to josh and adrian's ear holes that this (laughs) had occurred this you know shade or yeah i was sleeping i was sleeping fine but i mean when you get a call from Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, Ugh. you know shit's going down. Conference. So I woke from my I woke from my slumber. I'm like, oh, okay, shit. Kevin Kill, yeah. I'm gonna throw down. We have to let them know <laughs> what we do on the East Coast in dirty South Florida. Oh, <laughs> By the man, way, I gotta know what Elon is. What a nightmare <laughs> and, uh, blunt Jeff rotation. Said, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Elon and Jeff. <laughs> they teamed it, up. It, it was it was it was pretty crazy. Yeah, That's but, how big uh, this beef is. Someone brought it to our attention. And Adrian and I were kind of like, we should just, we should just respond with a diss track, but be as positive as we can. Because yeah. when we, when we decided to do this whole podcast, Dirty Rotten thing, you were one of the podcasts we got like, Hey, that sounds like you guys are going to do a good Christian fun thing. Like, Oh, okay. So you guys have always yes. kind of been like in our minds. And then when, when the opportunity presented itself, we're like, why not? Why not just jump in? <laughs> Yeah, the honestly, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Adrian. And I was gonna say, honestly, yeah, we like when we told we have a friend named Carla who we told about DRCK early on in the before we started like a year and a half ago. And she's like, oh, so it's like good Christian fun. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? And so then I I went out of my way to to find your podcast. And I listened to like a a couple episodes. And honestly, I had to stop. I was like, I cannot (laughs) listen to any more of this. And here's why. Because it was so creative and fresh that I was like, if I keep listening to this, I will no longer yeah. want to do my own shit. Oh, <laughs> I will so, stop. Oh, come on. No, I will uh, say as so, someone yeah. who's listened to a bunch of DRCK as well, what y'all do is a very different thing altogether. It's much more in depth, I think. And especially the deep dives you go into 
with some of your guests like Cindy Wong Brandt about like how to parent your children as like mm. post-Christian or a deconstruct. But like the I've I find a great deal of value from conversations like that. Whereas Caroline Again, and I- Putting in the work. Yes. Where, yeah, go, go ahead, Kevin, finish we're, that sentence. We're going out of our way to provide no value to our <laughs> listeners whatsoever. We are like dodging it, like in a minefield of like, oh, no, this could be helpful. we value. It's just like Dogecoin, Monopoly money. You know, it's like, that doesn't work in any economy, but it's like, it's something. You feel wealthy in some, some way. <laughs> and, and we should say the diss track is so nice. And it's so funny. I know it is. It's cracking me up. I was dying. Real life podcast beat. This is the diss track. Let's get it. Good Christian fun. You think that's your number one just because you're funny and more popular and had a longer run. Let's get it. We can't prove it, but we think it's dirty rotten that you mentioned. What a compliment we got. Y'all are funny and original. The laugh at evangelicals like years before we got our shit started. Kevin and Caroline, you seem pretty sweet. I'm sure we'd get along if we ever did meet. Like if we met on the schoolyard, we'd be close friends. Maybe best friends till the very end. But you started this beef and we are gonna end it. You didn't want to give a shine, but we aren't offended. We're the newbies on the block. You've set the bar high. We just want to one day be as cool as you guys. Good Christian fun We think that's your number one Cause by like every single metric You're pretty much number one yeah. What was funny is that After like we emailed you guys Like a clip of it Just to kind of give you a heads up And then I was working And I get an email and I answer it And I didn't look at the name And, it just, and the email was like Do you think this is a game? You guys know who you're playing with? I'm like, what? Who the who the fuck is this? Oh my god! It's and Elon Musk. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh I came my gosh, who is this, hard. dude? Yeah. That was great. I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna get along pretty well. That, <laughs> that was perfect. So you oh, know yeah. what? We're bearing the hatchet, and guess what? Yeah. We're eating the beef. I don't know if you guys have dietary restrictions, but not tonight. You're eating all this beef, and it's old I beef, it. so it might have some side <laughs> effects. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, but it's what we need to do to, uh, you know, proceed in healing and in the body of the. Church. I will say, I will say, Kevin, we had someone uh, join our uh, Patreon, the mm-hmm. uh, like a DRCK Patreon, and they were like, "Hey, I like heard you guys mention Good Christian Fun, and I love them so much, and I please let there be no beef here." And I was like, <laughs> "Don't worry." Okay, it's one of those things where it's like, even if there was a beef, we would not be doing much damage uh, against the the beast that is GCF. Yeah, so we're we're super. We appreciate you guys so much. You guys are great. You guys are great, too. I mean, yeah, I mean, if we're comparing beasthoods, your Instagram presence alone is uh, quite an inspiration. And in fact, you guys mentioning us on your show was a big deal to friends of mine who will never listen to good Christian fun. Really? Love the run <laughs> There's a couple in particular where it's like, did you, th- they mentioned you today. Did you hear about it? I'm like, Kevin, yes, I didn't I even did. know you had a podcast. But these guys told us about it. You guys were great. <laughs> oh man. That's, oh, that's great. But For what it's worth, we get a lot of that too. We get a lot of people who are like, Wait, you're a podcast too? I thought you were just a couple of meme boys. I thought you're just like a oh like an angry fuck Jerry, like with a Jesus fish on it. Like <laughs> and it's like, okay. Meme right. lords. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good occupation, I think. That would be an honor if I was called a meme lord ever. I've been gunning for that position for years. <laughs> meme lord. Yeah. Totally. Well, we'd love to hear about your history uh with faith and religion, how you came to even do the show uh, to begin with. Now there's two of you. 
We usually have one person for the guest testimony. So I think yeah. the best method is You each is get if, to say one sentence. One at a sentence time. or <laughs> just both simultaneously. And then I'll fade I'll fade you up and down as I see like the most interesting yeah, if you parts can of the pan me to the left and pan Adrian Ooh, to the right. right. Yes, yes. We'll do like a Beach yeah. Boy stereo mix where it's and like, who vomits. See who does, yeah, who doesn't throw up. Good job. An auditory experience. <laughs> oh no, uh, but cool. but we'll hear from Adrian like how'd you how'd you grow up in the church? How did, how what was your history with faith and religion and God? Well, um, and, and this is honestly both Josh and I. We we both grew up in church. Um, my for me, my grandpa was a pastor. My great grandpa was a pastor. My dad was a preacher. Um, so that was totally part of it. And so um, I I always say that Christianity wasn't like a facet of myself. Like I also like to snowboard. No, it was like my only thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and, and my mother um, immigrated to the U.S. from the Philippines, and so pretty much like right out the gate, like white American evangelicalism, like was my life. Um, it was just a thing that we did to kind of get into it. And so, uh, I met Josh um, after having been a church kid my entire life, and so we met in high school. Link, is that right? Um, and so we basically were both worship leaders at a church. Oh, I wow. showed up. I I followed a girl. Same church to this or different church. church that you were worship leaders at? Same. Well, so we yeah. yeah we we met at the same church because I I followed a girl to a youth group and Josh was leading worship. I started playing bass. Uh, I'm like, hey, I play bass. And in true like youth group worship fashion, they're like, can you start tomorrow? Yeah. Yep. And so <laughs> I started playing bass for the worship. And then Link actually had to leave because he had a class that fell on youth group night, which is like the kiss of death, right? And so mm-hmm. I stepped into the worship leader role. He came back. And instead of me like handing over the worship leader baton or whatever, it was it was like, well, no, we're both You're doing back this together on vocals, now. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and totally. And go so Link texted me. Josh texted me like like a week after that uh, that we had like shared the worship leading space, and he's like, "Hey, man, I'd never been texted from him before. I don't know how you got my number, Josh, but I was like, hey, I just want you to know, I really, really don't like you, and I'm trying to work on it." <laughs> <gasps> and that was the text. Wow. That oh was my the text. God. And I'm such a people pleaser. I'm like, okay, well, you know, thank you. Uh, if there's anything I can do, <laughs> thank, you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. <laughs> um, and so then, you know, fast forward a number of years, we eventually built a respect for each other, became best pals, uh, groomsmen at each other's weddings, and then oh, we've just been sweet. kind of best friends ever wow. since. Wait, uh, why, Josh, why, did, why did Josh not like you to begin with? Josh, why did you not like him back in the day? Joshua. <laughs> So, yeah, so coming back from college, like that, looking back in that time now, leading worship back then was such a, like, such a thing. It was because like Adrian said, the Christian subculture or Christian culture was everything. That's all I was. That was my identity. That's, that's who I was. And so very quickly, like a worship leader also becomes my identity. And I like a lot of pride in that. So when I come back and see Adrian doing a better job at it, like he's really talented, um, but I, I am, I was a lot and still kind of am very much a blunt person. I don't know how to put words very pretty. I'm just, I tell you like it is and we can move on. So I just texted age. I'm like, dude, I don't like, cause I didn't like him. Like he took my spot. <laughs> like now who like Didn't no one. Back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one leads people to Jesus with two acoustic guitars. Like we're not playing anything <laughs> differently. I'm not soloing on the 12th fret. We're playing the same shit. With papers. Um, but yeah, it, it eventually went from there to we just hung out all the time. Uh, we left that church and planted our own church uh, and kind of went through, gee whiz, like the 
the rigmarole to use like a, a light term, but just the, the work, the a lot and lot of work to plant a church with very little backing. Um, you two planted it as like the leaders of the church or were you like it, part of a little pack? It was us and uh, a senior pastor. Wow. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, it, it was a lot. And uh, looking back now, I don't know where I got that energy from, um, <laughs> but it, it was just a lot. And without going into like an hour long explanation of unpacking a trailer and putting like the Tetris pieces back together every Sunday it was an insane. Um, and then we kind of left the church on our own. Uh, we're really lucky in the sense that like the buzzword, when we deconstructed, we had each other to deconstruct off of mm. like so many people don't have that. And that stepping out of the church into anything else is so weird, especially for like, us who grew up and that's all we knew. Um, there's like the possibility of losing friends, of losing family, just re- getting distant from everything you knew previously. And then you kind of rediscover, like, what do I actually believe? Um, so we were really lucky to have kind of our minds to bounce questions off of. And mm. we had a really good friend, Danny Prada, who uh, leads like a, uh, a community down here called Heartway. He was pivotal to us, like keeping sane throughout that whole process. Um, and then DRCK kind of spawned from an idea that we both had separately, like we should start a podcast because we had all this extra audio equipment from planning a church. We should do something with it. Um, and all really, <laughs> wow. I mean, the audio, equi- the, there's a poet, a poetry to that. The audio equipment oh, we were yeah. using for one yeah, purpose. The very oh, yeah. same. For another all together. <laughs> That's right. The church gave uh, you a yeah. hammer. Guns into plows. You'd be tearing it down. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like the whole aim of it was, and still is to kind of let people know they're not alone in any of the thinking you can, you can be a Christian. You can, you can like choose that identity, that label. That's fine. You cannot, all of it's okay. Um, because we, for a long time, didn't think we had that permission. Um, and so just through like Cindy Wong brand was, is, is a great uh, guest. We had Joe Lumen was like a huge guest for us. Um, Kevin Garcia, David Hayward. Um, so many people that we've come in contact with just because we kind of found ourselves in this deconstruction space that we didn't know what it was until we were already in it. Um, like the, the, back in the church world and the church bubble is very much black and white. You're in or you're out, you're wrong or you're right. It's very binary. Um, but once you get out of that bubble, like there's people aren't going to hell on Sunday for getting brunch. They're just out getting brunch. Mm. Like the, I, I feel like there were so many more colors to live in and experience once I got to outside of the church. Um, and I, I feel like that's what DRCK has shown either through the stupid memes we do or through our podcast episodes, like the human experience is so much more vast once you get outside of that bubble. But if you want to stay in that bubble, that's completely fine too. I mean, that's fine. You can choose. We're not going to hate on you because we got to, we did enough of that when we were church planners, forcing people to come to our church at stuff. But yeah. <laughs> were the reasons that you both left the church kind of similar or were they different in nature for the both of you? In the want to take that, Adrian? Yeah, I, I think they were a little different. I think we, we both were equally exhausted. Um, when you dedicate, right, like, what, you don't feel like you have a weekend, you know, it's kind of like every weekend is really kind of given uh, to the church. And, and we were like on staff and we weren't really being paid much. And then you don't really spend a whole lot of time with your family and people who still work at a church, they know what's going on. Like you really don't spend a whole lot of time with your family, especially on Sundays, but oftentimes Sundays or Saturdays. And then for us, we were working nine to fives, right? So it was also like you work all week and then you also dedicate your whole weekend just because oh it was such a small church. So right. I think burnout was, was a big deal. Um, for me, though, beyond kind of the burnout was 
just kind of unraveling my own faith. And so it was really questioning at the time it was never, and I say the same thing all over again. So people who have listened to us before are going to be like, Gibbs, shut up about this. But it, it was never a question about like whether heaven or hell existed. It was for me, it was always like, what is the true indicator of a person going to hell? Like, cause no one we've been, cause I, we've been in multiple different denominations throughout the past three decades, right? Southern Baptist, and then like non-denominational and charismatic and very Calvinist, right? We've done all of these different things and no one can agree on what like the open-handed issues are and the close-handed issues are. And so I think- <laughs> seems deacons, important. <laughs> yeah, it seems yeah. like you would think yeah. that would be important to know. Yeah. Um, and so I think that was the biggest thing for me was being like, I don't know, this is all up for grabs. And uh, one of the pastors at the church plant was like, hey, it sounds like you're like dabbling in universalism or something's going on with you. And basically like, if you were just attending, that's okay. But if like you're getting a paycheck- and you're on staff, then we need you to like be solid, which is really code for like tighten up or or get out. Yeah, like kind of um, the, the line. We need you to be believe. solid is such mafia language too. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, need solid. You to be solid. <laughs> need to be solid. Close-handed issues go. <laughs> and that's what he said too. He was chewing a stogie. No. It was so weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so so that's why I ended up kind of leaving. And then Josh, I'll let you kind of speak to one reason. Yeah, mine was definitely a lot of the burnout. Um, but also when someone tells me not to do something, like I'm probably going to do it. And if you're really adamant for me not doing it, I'm probably going to do it more. So when I'm sitting in these staff meetings and I hear various pastors multiple times say, Hey, you probably shouldn't read this book or talk to this one pastor being Danny Prada. I'm like, why? Like I know Danny, like kind of just around, I've known him for a while leading music and stuff. And then reached out to him and realized soon why the pastors didn't like him is because he was on this whole other tip where he's looking at like Eastern Orthodoxy. He's looking at the, the uh, Muslim uh, and having imams come and speak at his church. Um, he, he's having women preach from the stage, all these things that to me at the time were like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, Oh, okay. Okay. Um, and, and a lot of it was just realizing that the, the religion I grew up in preached love, but very rarely showed it. And you only, got a glimpse of it. If you, like Adrian said, if you fell in line, if you were solid on it. Um, and so along with the burnout, it was just like this realization that like the, the, the people I am doing, like the people I'm working around, the people I, in my neighborhood, like my religion doesn't make space for them. Mm. It, it requires them to be something else to be accepted. And I don't have time to be something else other than myself. I mean, Adrian and I both have uh, two kids or we're, we're both married um, have wives and like, we have a busy life. So I don't have bandwidth to try to put on another mask. So <laughs> when, when it came time and Adrian is having all these, these thoughts about if, is hell, if hell is real and is the Bible inerrant, is the Bible like actually God's word? I'm like, wait, is it like a vo void of someone giving me a book and saying by John Piper or by Mark Driscoll or Francis whoa, whoa. Chan? <laughs> yeah. I, those are all your favorite guys. I'm sorry, Kevin. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's my Avengers. Chan, Crazy Piper, <laughs> Driscoll. Let's throw RC Scroll in there. Let's yeah, your Peloton, your Peloton bike is just littered with their little stickers. Yeah, I got I a little Tim it, Keller sticker in the center of it. Paul Washer. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Washer could agree. But yeah, Void, Void is someone giving me that book and saying, here's how he says you should do it. Like, what's what do I think? I'm then realizing there's been hundreds and hundreds of years thousands of thousands of people just talking about the subject 
and diving into it and talking about it to talk about it, not talking about it to find an answer. Mm-hmm. Like, man, there's, there's so many different ways to do this stuff. So that's kind of where, where, where it went for me. I took a break from the church and then I eventually told them, Hey, I, 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 I can't do this anymore. At that point I was doing everything. I was setting up and tearing down. I was leading worship. I was, it was ridiculous. Um, and we thought we left amicably <laughs> only to find out later that from people who are still our friends who are attending the church at, they were just talking. We shouldn't expect that any different. Like just a bunch of like BS behind our backs. Like, oh, okay. At least wow. things are operating as normal because that's how <laughs> sure stuff usually goes. Nothing's changed. But yeah, it, it, it was a lot. And um, I don't think we, either of us knew what we were getting into when we decided to like, hey, we'll just jump ship and, and take a look how things look out here. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's been a wild ride that has led us to you guys. So it couldn't have been that bad. So it's all worth and this it. This is the end of the road. <laughs> and this is the end. Repeat. It's, it's over. This is yeah. where oh, it stops. We're ending this our podcast. It. You're going to end your podcast. And we're ending our spiritual journey. I texted Gungor. He's ending his family pod- relationships. Yeah, it's all it stopping. Um, yeah. It's funny thinking like if churches just didn't work their volunteers so hard, like how much longer maybe you would have stayed in the oh my church, God. you know, like do you so wonder it's like, funny what, you bring how, that up. when you would have changed your mind, you know, otherwise? Yeah. So there is this one thing where the lead pastor of our church and correct me if I'm wrong, Adrian, cause I could have the dates wrong, but, uh, at our first like church plant meeting, he's like, I just really want to ask you guys to give us, give us a year. Just put in a really good year, and then this time next year we'll kind of reevaluate and see where we're at. It was three years actually, but so that, that's what it was. Three years. He like, said, "Give me three years of your young lives." Yeah, to, young to make this nineteen-year-old lives. Work. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, <laughs> oh man, three years so, of what? Of commitment? Of of three of your hottest of years? Being, yeah, being <laughs> solid. Years. Yeah, being solid. Solid. If you want to get solid in this church? You'll give us three. Loyal. <laughs> three of your hottest years. <laughs> So three years comes and goes and I bring it up again. I'm like, Hey, should we talk to everyone about this? Like, nah, we, we, we got this other thing to work on. I'm like, then what, what the, what the hell is the point? Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, a long yes. time. Yeah. Yeah. Three. I remember this triggered a memory in me of when I worked at a church here in Los Angeles, that was a non-denom sort of reformed adjacent church. We yes. went to nice. a staff conference at a different church kind of in orange county a little bit south of here and one of the uh sessions that i went to with the guy who was my boss at the time the session title was how to get your volunteer staff to act like a paid staff (gasps) (laughs) which we were like yeah how do we get that (laughs) is there an issue with that at all even in the framing (laughs) of it crazy Straight and you didn't go up, to that breakout how to make slavery happen in Gosh. the church basically yeah we're oh bringing God. slavery back yeah what's <laughs> up guys okay Old here we go tradition oh my god back to basics fundamentals best of basics <laughs> the most fundamental <laughs> that's oh, insane that someone thought that was a good title for anything they said the loud the i know it's clunky too. like that Yes. Yeah. It is clunky. They need to tighten it up. Yeah. Tighten like it up. Staff. And it was like, that's so funny too, because specifically with that church, anybody who was volunteering probably lived like half an hour up to 45 minutes away from the church and had to like drive. Cause we're in LA, which is yeah. just like spread across everywhere. And so people were driving in for 8am, 9am services so early staying till night. Like it's crazy what people put up with. It is not good. 
Yeah, I volunteered, oh, but I did not. I didn't do the full day shift. I did a halfy, and <laughs> no. then I wouldn't even listen to the sermon. <laughs> just, oh, like, I was the same. Well, in the time I was working there, I would be there ten hours a day every Sunday. Oh, right. And often That's like skip out on the shift. whole. I know sometimes I like fully forget about that little chunk of my life from like mm-hmm. twenty eleven through twenty thirteen or whenever that was. It was totally. A chunk. But but you know the other thing that you said. Josh, that uh, triggered another thing in me is I do remember at one point in that church, maybe it was around 2014 or 15, from the pulpit, them talking about, oh, there's like, there's a lot of podcasts out there now, like almost subtweeting the kind of thing, which at the time, y'all didn't exist and in this no. podcast didn't exist, yeah. but I'm sure something like liturgist adjacent or anything like deconstructive or Rob Belko yeah. or something like that. It, it reminds me of a time in which certain resources or information was considered dangerous or harmful yeah. in terms of like developing a worldview or even like an aesthetic or, or an opinion about anything, which now I don't feel that way about hardly anything other than like, I don't know, Tucker Carlson saying like your kid's going to die and get autism if Joe he has Rogan, a vaccine. Kevin. What's that? Yours is Joe Rogan. I guess it's Joe Rogan. Sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. But yeah. just in the sense of, like, when it comes to spirituality, I I think there are things that are, like, wastes of time to engage in. But nothing yeah. that's, like, this is actually dangerous. Like, the word dangerous, I just don't associate with. Uh, cults, Scientology. I would put that in that cat- category a little bit. You I would say dangerous? Saying. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, hmm. dangerous in a way of, like, they're they're built on abuse, you know. Uh, we may see. I'd say, say the, the, that. I don't know. The, the cult Nexium. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say from the, the Vow on Netflix. Netflix. HBO that was Max, but oh, wild. HBO, whatever. <laughs> Get it right. Same. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm seeing my I'm seeing like my dichotomy obliterated before my eyes. I do understand. <laughs> I guess I'm just thinking when but it comes to like point stands, a Christian world or like things that are like a little bit to the left or a little bit, you know. I guess not a little bit to the right, but a little bit to yeah. the left. Uh, yes. Which is funny, too, because that church was non-denominational. That's such a hard word to say. Uh, <sighs> but I was thinking about it. It was like, I didn't even have a sense that we had like an orthodox set of views that we were even trying to like battle against. Oh, except yeah. that they, yeah, like you said, wouldn't have us read other things or anything that slightly challenged the Bible or like we actually were on a very narrow spectrum of Christianity, mm-hmm. <laughs> like or a narrow, narrow slice of the spectrum, sure. basically. Yeah. And when you're and I didn't in even it, know you, we were like beefing. Yeah. And when you're in it, that narrow slice, you think you're the I whole thing. I thought that was just like objective truth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's what <laughs> yeah. I was trying to say. Exactly. Totally. Like the whole, the whole understanding of Christianity. Yeah. Like, we got to figure it out. It. We're good. Yeah. We're good. I was like, we've read all the books. We've got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think too, like you mentioning the whole non-denominational thing, having actual like underlines. Like I think so much of what we hear from folks when people interact with DRCK stuff is they're like, hey, like that's just your expression of faith. Like maybe you just came from a mega church and oh, mega churches are the worst. Come over to our church, right? And it's kind of like, well, we've there, there's something undergirding all these denominations that oftentimes have the same, there is something underneath the thing, right? So right. just like you said, so even if it says non-denominational, what we have experienced, right, is there is still something that I guess you might not call it a denomination, but it's certainly a through line that is consistent yes. with almost that will all of life. the limit of your church at some point. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It does beg the question whether the core and the foundation is rotten to a degree rather than like, because that is always such a technique is excusing the flavor of like, oh, I know Carl Lentz is extra or something. Like, uh, of yeah. course, your experience of it was like, hey, I'm really sorry. And actually, this kind of goes back to the song we're going to talk about, but just in the sense of like, I'm sorry that this was your experience of the thing that I'm for certain for sure is good uh, <laughs> rather than yeah. like an actual engagement with the substance of what the belief is. It, it kind of gets into that like weird. Yeah. You know, Christians have hurt people, you know, this happened. <laughs> I've, nobody's, I've nerfed, nobody's nerfed. A yeah. handful here and there independently <laughs> have done a, a couple things. So what's, what's on the other side of this for you guys? Like in terms of like, worldview and obviously you're still in the process and the process is part of the dialogue and discourse on the podcast but what does it feel for you what does it feel like for you right now today i've never had to come home and take a bra off after a hard day's work mm. but i've heard from like women posting on instagram and my wife even says it too apparently that's a very refreshing thing to come home from work and just take your bra off Fantastic. that's how i feel after leaving the church <laughs> i just feel refreshed and be like mm -hmm. well like I'm out here and this is just, I'm going to figure it out. And now I get to choose how I raise my kids. I get to choose what media I let them watch and talking about Christian pop culture. Holy God, I consume so much of it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it feels like there's this freedom and there's this respect that I think I have. What well, no, I think I have, I have more respect for just other people's opinions. Um, and kind of going back to what we were saying with the whole non-denominational, like the thing under the thing, like with Christianity, there was always, you always needed to have an answer. Like there were so many apologetics classes you attended mm -hmm. and there were so many things you had to memorize and like give your elevator pitch on Christianity to someone, uh, so much stuff. But now like I don't need to have the answers and that's just as valid as having an answer. Mm -hmm. um, and so allowing myself to, be, to take that journey of, if I want to think about what the afterlife is, if there is one, if I want to think about if there's a God and if, it exists. What does it look like? Then I can, or I can just exist. And Adrian and I can meet at the park with our kids and my son can uh, football kick a duck egg back into a river. True story. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, not a bra okay. in sight. <laughs> no, no bras. Um, that, this is what happens when you disrespect God's creation. What's that, Caroline? I'm sorry. <laughs> What'd you say, Caroline? <laughs> she said something. What'd you say? What the hell did oh, you say? I'm proposing a new term. It's called nips out spirituality. Hashtag uh, it's it, where let's you go. let them out. It's We're nice make and it free. Happen. It feels so much more comfy. <laughs> I think Adrian got so excited he unplugged his <laughs> he camera. To, yeah. He didn't want me to see what he was doing. I was so eager. Hold on. There. I was I was taking my nips out. Hold I, on. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's he's seen Guys, that in practice right out. now. The the camera censored it for you, dude. <laughs> That's great. I love that body positive church ethic. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, that's I I know that feeling. Mm -hmm. I get to feel yeah. that feeling at the same time, two ways. Isn't that cool? That's true. Yeah, it's yeah. doubly so for you. Yeah, it's Double a privilege of being out. a woman. <laughs> again, so Adrian, culture like favors women's experiences time and <laughs> time again. This again, again, set up we for have women all these to I was trying to get past that, Kevin. Leverage. I was trying to go to Adrian's thing, but you had to bring it back. <laughs> You're just, you just ha you have your thumb on the pulse. Women you and Tucker Carlson are just so close. Yeah. Women have had it too easy for too long. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Yeah, what is it for you, Adrian? What does it feel like now? I think it's very similar. I think it's kind of a cosmic shrug. I, I think that when, when you go through your life drawing lines and having definitive answers and definitive arguments, and, and you have to find a way to 
kind of like Tetris, every belief and every thought you hold through the context of scripture. When you kind of undo that in the course of a faith change, um, you almost feel like you're playing by like a different rule book now. Oftentimes folks who are still very much in the evangelical bubble who are having a conversation with me, not really to listen, but to try and kind of like Kung Fu me back into the fold, they will try and go, well, like what passages are you referencing that says that? Like, well, what does the scripture say in order for you to kind of supplement your positions? Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're on such a different wavelength right now yeah. that I'm no longer even interested in having that conversation. Mm-hmm. And that's something that is new to me. Uh, we were always taught like, you can't be a cafeteria Christian. You can't pick and choose. Right. You can't uh, just listen to what your itching ears want to hear, right? Which is such a thing. And really what that's doing is trying to bifurcate you from yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to remove you from your own intuition, your own perspective, what you think doesn't matter because uh, all that matters is what has been kind of regurgitated by like cishet white dudes over the ages, right? Um, so I think now on this side, it's so different because it's like, I don't even feel like I need to defend the faith. There is no, there is no faith necessarily mm-hmm. to defend and perhaps it's all faith and therefore it doesn't need a defense. So that's, mm. it's just a very different that's way lovely. of seeing the world. That's lovely. So, yeah. I know. You both are so good at succinctly explaining. <laughs> like yeah. that I told you, Caroline. Well. I told you. That's why I keep them around. <laughs> Incredible. I mean, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We need a diss track now. <laughs> all right, here we go. Caroline, I'll give you the beat over Zoom. Five, six, seven, eight. D. <laughs> R-C-K, you're way too good at explaining what's going on in this head of mine. I was doing perfectly fine, being dumb, being inarticulate. Then you came and you said, you're big stupid. (laughs) Can remember when we used to do that, how that used to kind of go down? Yeah. (laughs) That was good. Yeah. Yeah. That takes that me back to like thing. 10 years ago, Caroline and I attempting to have rap battles in our old house. And it would always end this way. Yeah, yeah, with me like kind of upset. It sounds <laughs> disappointed yeah. in myself. Right, right, right. No, yeah, it's the disappointment that I remember most specifically, <laughs> just the absolute self shame. Yeah. Well, guys, I'm I'm so happy to hear your just kind of the your state of being right now. You both seem like really grateful. I think all that shines through on the podcast and the kind of conversations you have on the show. Obviously, we highly recommend people listen to Dirty Rotten Church Kids. Yes. If you like even a sliver of what you're hearing on GCF as well. So people can check that out. Thanks. Can you uh, call my dad and tell him that? I would love you to tell him how him up right. Let's you add him to the Zoom call. Yes. Yeah, can you so tell sorry. everyone in my family? Yeah. Patreon can you call my family members, please? Thank you. <laughs> Oh See, gosh. Mom, I have approval somewhere. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for another edition of Singles Ministry. Not, not that one. Uh, singles ministry. This is the format of the show in which we take one contemporary Christian song or hymn or whatever the hell we want to talk about. And then we discuss it, have a dialogue, a discourse and deconstruct, if you will, the song. But before we do that, I want to ask both of you about your exposure generally to Christian pop culture. If you were raised in the church, it sounds like, especially the way Josh is shaking his head, he's seen it all. (laughs) He's heard it all. But what were, what were some of your favorites or stuff that meant a great deal to you in addition to DC talk supernatural in this song? I was a big Carmen boy. Carmen Carmen boy. Okay. Well, thoughts and prayers to you. My condolences on our, Our yeah, well, it's loss. been tough. Yeah, it's been a tough time. Been a tough time. Yeah, um, but yeah, like uh, addicted to Jesus, A to J. That oh, was sure. my jam, and that was actually my first introduction <laughs> to uh, decent Christian talk, uh, and that's why I was so into them in, mm-hmm. in the beginning. Because um, they were like, if these, if Carmen says these guys are cool, I gotta check them out. Yeah, like, What's this Petra? <laughs> I gotta find Petra, and that's really what happened. Uh, yeah, Josh, how about you, buddy? Oh man, I don't even know where to begin. Uh, DC talk was. Like just a constant Jesus Freak album, Supernatural, mm-hmm. like quintessential cassettes I had. OC Supertones, Audio Adrenaline, um, and then like movies and stuff, Adventures in Odyssey, Salty the Singing Songbook, McGee and Me. Oh, yeah. Run the entire gamut. All the uh, hits. All the nightmare fuel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Looking back now, I, I looked back. I looked back because we were talking about something and I wanted to reference Salty and I wanted to have a, a, a new, fresh perspective of what Salty looks like. It is terrifying. It's so- don't look. Well, Don't it's do like it. one of the salties. The man had a full-grown beard. Yeah, this painted blue yeah. over it. Uh, it, it Ernie, just, that was his name. The guy who was doing him. It was Ernie. It, yes, something. It was. It that was that was shocking. But yeah, I uh, Ernie pages on his body. I think is like horrifying enough. <laughs> Are those his organs? Is that how he breathes? Yes, he he washed them. I'm going to bend over. You open me up. What (laughs) the hell? Is that his ass? (laughs) (laughs) My kid's like, okay, I want to sing this song. Let me look. And Salty's just like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't ready. (laughs) You're tearing me apart. Well, there, were, me upon there, there were two salties Maybe. too because there was blue yes, face man various. there was ernie yes. and then it's embroiled in scandal yeah <laughs> so they had to get a new one no i'm kidding yes know. he got me too unfortunately and then but then there was the animatronic salty as well where it was this yes. like a full-on like almost like a puppet body oh. yeah so oh, i forgot about that one. yeah it, and then what else there was like christian video games i had on my game boy where you played as oh, noah yeah. you stack animals and stuff together Get um, drunk and sleep with your daughter. Yeah, it was just a whole thing. <laughs> I don't like that level. No experience. No. <laughs> that, oh my god! That was my exposure to like the first time, like a simulation game. Like now, you, you get to get drunk. <laughs> you get to stack <laughs> with your daughter? Question mark. I guess they, you know, I guess they probably stacked animals on the ark. Honey, Josh has been playing that Noah game nonstop. Yeah, like, mom, close the door. <laughs> it's I not even a shot. good game. <laughs> Did you see any of these bands in concert? Did you see them in the flesh? Oh hell yes. <laughs> I uh I saw OC Supertones and uh, DC Talks together. Um, that was a wild show. Wow, one two punch. OC yeah. and DC. 
That's yeah. like Lady Gaga touring with the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> Gaga and Goo Goo. That's a great. That's a great. That's incredible. Um, but yeah, and then I got into like uh, there was those Cornerstone festivals out here in Indiana and South Carolina and Florida. Mm. Went to those, and then I got into like the pseudo hardcore music scene, and I just dove headfirst into there. Um, and like it's interesting now looking back on those bands because the lyrics even back then were kind of where adrian and i are at now like really thinking through spirituality and like a lot of those guys now don't don't land anywhere on that spectrum anymore mm-hmm. um so it's been interesting going back looking at those bands like oc supertones not so much audio adrenaline is now fronted by no that's newsboys that's michael tate doing newsboys um but uh <laughs> yeah it's interesting to see how it all kind of fell fell into a place fronted by the lake elsinore of the band michael taint <laughs> 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 Michael Taint. Totally. Shout Not out. to be confused with Michael Asshole, which is the Fort Lauderdale. Yes, that's oh. right. <laughs> Different Michael altogether. Now, Incredible base. The, Close, but so far away. <laughs> the text I got right before, yeah, like during the break, actually, when, yeah. I, when I checked my phone, because what else was I going to do? Talk to Caroline? Um, no. is, uh, is actually, it's from a friend of mine who's also a listener of the show, and she texted, apropos of nothing, well, apropos of a conversation we had a few days ago she said also i think dc talks consume me is horny whether they meant to or not <laughs> that it's a horny song you consume me moving through <laughs> which of course oh, if people every remember day. yeah there it is let's go it's from the supernatural album adam sandler This is, yes, an Army Hammer classic, Consume Me. Uh, oh, my god! He listened to this to pump himself up on the set of Call Me By Your Name, famously, oh, before every take. Lord. Wait, Kevin, didn't we talk about this on the show? Yeah, so we talked, about, okay, yeah. we talked about the album Supernatural a couple years ago with our friend Megan. Uh, but I don't remember how much time we spent on the actual song... I got to look it up again. Knowing us about 10 seconds, maybe? <laughs> my friend, parentheses, so long. Yeah, we probably just glazed and blazed over it. My friend, parentheses, so long, which is the song we're here to talk about. Well, first of all, let's zoom out. What, what did this album mean to you both, to you guys? This album was, to me, it was the first actual introduction, the foray mm-hmm. into moving from like Carmen, who like looks like a banker oh. who happens to sing. <laughs> A banker like at a, a bank, bank that you're afraid to do business at, so maybe. Upset like someone who wants that. you to be solid. You understand? Wait, you think I'm a banker? I'm a showman. <laughs> I got shoulder pads. What you're talking about? Oh my god! Am I not what about me, my... you mooks? <laughs> but DC Talk and, was real music. They were yes. real. They were like a band, yeah. you know. And there was yeah. like three. And so I, I think I had a um a a Wow VHS mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. somehow bought at like a Christian bookstore or something and it had um, like You Are the Devil and the Devil is Bad by the W's. It had Little Man by the OC Supertones Mm -hmm. and then it had My Friend So Long and oh my god I was like these men are so sexy right mm-hmm. now. They're just oh, yeah. so cool. They are. Uh, yeah, we can dig into it, but the music video is incredibly, I mean, incredibly sexy. I mean, they're little cuties. I will say, like, yeah. at the, it, oh, they're oozing something in this video <laughs> something. and in the singing of this song. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, totally. Yeah, what do you mean for you, Josh? I, I, DC Talk could do no wrong. <laughs> I, I can still close my eyes and see 
the the CD cover of Supernatural with the weird looking TV, like Men in Black app- TV. In yeah, the it was future, like an Apple computer. TVs Apple will computers. look like IMAX. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but th- their vocal harmonies would just destroy me. Like, how the heck you three guys like sing so well together? And then like, the, the backing band they had was so much fun to listen to. Um, but yeah, this just after Jesus Freak, Jesus Freak was more aggressive, and this was more just like poppy, but still very insanely catchy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you can give me like a snippet of any of the songs. I'm like, oh, I know, and they just jump right into it. I just did not stop playing that album. Um, but my friend, so long when we decided to talk about this, when I started like reading about it or seeing if there's any articles on it, and it just in reading back the lyrics, it's such a strange. Like it's, it's, it's a strange place to write a song from or to write any art from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's take a listen to it real quick. Uh, let's go. We'll just listen to a little snippet of this interesting song and then we'll talk about its lyrical content. I heard your record on the telephone. It was my cousin Joan. She picked it up in the top 40 rock and then I read your interview in Rolling Stone. You threw the boys a bone. So I genuinely felt obliged to call I know you never meant to hurt us, man We're just a baby band You found a quicker way to scale the wall of fame Okay, so that's a little bit of my friend parentheses so long. Oh man! So essentially, it still kind of slaps, guys. It does. We were all yeah. I, I'm hot, dude. I am ready to. <laughs> I am euphoric. That's what's problem. I'm ready to go set up some chairs. Let's go. <laughs> oh gosh! So this was written by uh, the boys, the three boys, plus Mark Hudson, who is a songwriter they would work with a good amount. And it's essentially written from a fictitious perspective of essentially like, hey, what what if one of us splintered off and left the band and went secular? So it's almost like a t- like you know how like like a Rolling Stone by Bob Dylan is him saying like f you to some girl that like may or may not be real. This is also like a sort of Christian evangelical version of an f you, which is like, hey. You've absolutely made the wrong decision. I still love you, but you are ruining <laughs> your life by what you're doing. And they're uh, totally. so upset at this fake person <laughs> that they wrote an absolutely slamming song for them. And I think the kicker to this and the cherry on top is like the bridge where they talk about how much they love this fake person as well <laughs> and are like miss them and yeah. would gladly welcome them back if they ever came yeah, back home. Yeah. Like it's this sincere love in it as well, not just the diss that cracks me don't up. Don't think we don't miss you. We think about you every day. We still love you anyway. Love don't go away. There's still this burning question. I got to know why? why. Why did you, you know, I don't know, <laughs> leave the church or whatever they did. I mean, yes, because my, my interpretation of it is, yes, they're in the band and then this person went secular and then had like a rip roaring career, which I'm trying to think of of a of a pop equivalent or like a Christian music equivalent. I mean, this was after this time, but 
the artist formerly known as Katie Hudson put out a few like one Christian album and then became Katy Perry but this didn't happen to any group that I know of in in CCM or not a prominent group where it's like any CCM stars that made it to Rolling Stone Right, no, right. I, no, I'm sure Amy Grant got her little paragraphs in there. Uh, of course, yeah. Amy, yeah. the legend. But she was someone that was also like really tr- trashed for it too. Like when Baby yeah. Baby came out, and they're like, "You're a sexual object now. What are you doing?" Yeah, but not, she stayed true to her faith as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she she did both at the same time. But mm-hmm. it's such an interesting kiss off because of course the kiss off song like the telling off song is like a tried and true format but this is just so laced with the passive aggression of bless her heart yes yeah (laughs) i'm like so curious what it was like to be in the writing room they're like okay there's three of us let's pretend like michael just goes off and sells his hey, soul. What the hell? Let's just say, let's just say, yeah, let's just say Michael. Okay, okay, let's just okay. pretend it's Michael. I'm not saying that like Michael has been really wearing some really suggestive clothes and like flirting with a lot of the girls. But let's just pretend that Michael decides to stray from the faith. I just want to know like, or if it's like, let's pretend one of us becomes rip roaring, incredibly famous. Like, I mean, in my case, like, let's just pretend I, they recognize my talent <laughs> mm-hmm. and I go Me. off. Toby Mac. Wait, no, no, that really. was Kevin Max for sure. He, he's like prime. They're like priming the pump. Like, what would you? What would you do? I mean, if I was like. Decided like to go I got solo. Cosmically famous. <laughs> I think it's, it's also like in looking at the lyrics. I'm like, they're just writing this to get ahead of anyone complaining about them ever going. Like, sure. you're just already on the defense. And I didn't look critically at these lyrics until uh, we we're going to do it for this episode. And then I realized they're arguing with nobody. Nobody. <laughs> or still... do you think that they were keeping each other in check with this song as well? No, Caroline, it's not called in check. It's called accountable. We can be accountability buddies. Yeah. It was the Mexican standoff. It was the Mexican standoff of music. Uh, yeah. I'm not going secular. Well, I'm, I'm not going secular. I'm not going secular. No, I'll never get famous. <laughs> I'm not going down for this. <laughs> we'll still love you, but why? It's so funny. Deep oh, down, God. Kevin Max wanted to pull, you know, to bring it back to our girl, he wanted to pull an alley uh, in A Star is Born where he, he breaks off and does pop and there's a big billboard of him on Sunset. I think and- he would have been a great pop star, honestly. I agree. Ke- Kevin Max <laughs> had the most range, I think, out of all of them. But the yeah. most vocally talented. He literally has the range. He literally does. Oh, he has the range. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he also has the range politically now, I will say. I mean, he's retweeting yes. Bernie all the time. He yeah. is uh, fully a lefty on Twitter. Caroline, <laughs> did you see uh, that he did comment on someone tagging him on the last episode we did about DC Dunk? Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I think we should book him on the show. I think we should book him Get on the it. show. If he, Listen, if, if, if you dare to interact with us in the faintest degree, I mean, you will be booked. <laughs> I think his comment was... Oh, no, I haven't heard it, but I don't want to talk about songs that I don't mean anything to me anymore. I forget the original tweet. I'm sure I'm misquoting yeah. it. But it, was something, it was something like not mean. It was just kind of like, uh, I, I don't care I, I about I think we this. could lure him. You know, I think we could, I think sure. we could make it relevant yeah. for him. Talk about your current music then, Kevin. We need to talk yes. to and about Kevin. Yes. On this Someone podcast. needs to talk to Kevin. Yes. Anyway. So, so the lyrics uh, mean, But his vocals on this with the, you know doing his full queen thing i'm I'm trying to remember like okay so this album comes out in 1998 who are they aping are they going for a blink 182 sort of situation because it's almost like a little 
punk poppy, the daddy, 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 like even some of the yeah. vocal delivery that Toby, uh, I'm going to say Toby Keith, that Toby Mac does. <laughs> Can you imagine Toby <laughs> Keith in DC talk? That would rule. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think even maybe like a, like a, a little bit more aggressive Google dolls or something like that, like th- that good. same yeah, sort of vibe mm-hmm. um, where it's sort of like rock, but really more pop. Um, I, I do want to bring this to the podcast. Please. This is just the weirdest thing I found looking up the song. Did you know that in 2017 and then in, and then in 2019, there was a Jesus Freak cruise? Oh, on Josh. the Royal Caribbean, oh, did, did we know? Yeah, did we <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, what it's... in the ever living hell? You think yeah. you can come to good Christian fun? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think that, we won't know about that's the Disney Talk Cruise? <laughs> Here, let's just watch a little bit of this. And what? Here's the moment no, that Michael. they try to recreate from the music video of them doing high kicks. <laughs> oh, boy. Headwear on everyone. I don't like this. <laughs> Toby Mac looks like a dry age Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Whoa, he you're not wrong. Just, he is Justin Timberlake, honestly. Even this, like the way he is. Oh, like a Justin Timberlake that you forgot out back and kind of left in the sun a little too long. Oh no, I left you my know? Timberlake in the car. Someone oh get us. Oh, oh no, it's Toby now. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a Toby out of it. Oh, the cruise. I would. I would kill to go on the cruise. I hope cruises come back this year so that we can go to the Maldives with the DC talk. <laughs> no, they probably go to like Alaska. That's my first post-vaccine trip I'm going on is the Jesus free DC. cruise. To the- <laughs> one of the most beautiful places in the world with one of the most confused bands ever. <laughs> this, this song is like consume me. What the hell is going on? <laughs> I, oh boy, uh, there is so I watched the there. music video. I watched the music video for my friend so long and it rekindled like a passion for DC talk. Ooh, yeah. And then seeing that footage, <laughs> Kind of flipped it. It's confusing you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Icy Hot, where it's like, it's not what you want, but it is at the same time. So I think uh, we're playing a little bit of music video right now. I think the music video kind of works and is good and fun. Oh, totally. I think, you know, it's one of these where, like, speaking of their original influence, Carman, this is the first one where they're kind of playing characters throughout. And they yeah, there's embody, a story. Toby Mac looks so scared. They're, they're surgeons, they're paramedics, they're the patient uh-huh. on the on the gurney, they're the news, Kevin Maxwell is a little newscaster. They I do thought, it. like, the stoic delivery, I had never seen a music video with people stoically reciting lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was like, this yeah. is the coolest thing I have <laughs> Damn, ever seen. that is so understated. Oh, uh, and then Kevin Max just making love with the camera. That's, oh. I, I think he was ready. This is why I think he would have been a great pop star. Like, he was already putting out the vibe. Mm-hmm. He had the smolder, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Goodness. So, good music This is video. so confusing. Why did my parents let me watch this? <laughs> <laughs> They're in a hospital. So, essentially, they are making the subtext of the song or the text of the song, even more of a flagrant metaphor in which their friend leaving the faith or the church is dying. dying. They are dying. (laughs) They're saying leaving the church is akin and analogous to dying and going to wherever you go. Oh yeah. Uh, I thought this was also saying like, Oh, once you get into that secular lifestyle, you know, like you'll probably do drugs and stuff and then you'll just end up on a gurney. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, that's no, that's probably also 
maybe what it is yeah like well if you're not a christian rock star these are by the way the least sexy burlesque girls it's so <laughs> funny seen with the feathers it's so it was funny <laughs> sexy it was nurses christian music no appropriate cleavage. yes it's hilarious <laughs> why even bother with the sexy nurses Here, disco ball here's what's wrong with me caroline <laughs> when the dancers came on uh in this music video i was like i think they look cute <laughs> Oh. They do look cute. I mean, they do. Yeah, cute is know. the right word. There are yes. so many uh-huh. things happening in that music video. You had burlesque <laughs> dancers, ostrich feathers. You had, had the Russian dancing with the kicks. Dancing. The- you had disco balls. Mm-hmm. There are so many color palettes. My God, it's my fun. brain hurts. Now, do you feel, I mean, Whew. when you listen to this song or even when just talking about what it is, where it's someone mm-hmm. who misses you and loves you but they're also saying so long my friend you know years before john piper would tweet farewell rob bell uh (laughs) do you feel like that triggers memories for you of people being like you know we love you no matter what we do miss you and we miss seeing you around or miss having you a part of small group or church or, or you know of our little gang whatever it may be it, it, it doesn't like trigger memories like it triggers active experience okay <laughs> yeah like <laughs> phone calls and texts yeah Current like hey did my mom sang me this song uh, <laughs> yeah no it is it's like still it's just wild that how despite how old this song is and how like outdated uh, i guess so many things about the music video might be even the song right aesthetically you can look at it and go yeah, but what you're actually saying has not changed over the past, what, 20 years, 30 years or whatever, um, because we, we have folks who we'll talk to and you'll talk, we'll, you'll bring up something about our friendship and they're like, no, we're like still friends. We love you guys. Like we like hang out with non-saved people all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> we went to the same church, motherfucker. Like what, what is going on now? So <laughs> yeah, the Russian, I was that. like, hey, Jesus even hung out with prostitutes and tax collectors. <laughs> like, I can certainly take you to sweet. coffee. <laughs> I work an office job. Yeah, what the hell? I'm in graphic design. <laughs> also known as prostitution. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You can have it on time, you could or cheap or whatever. Good. Whatever. Yeah, it's Take it's two. just so interesting because they just made, like you said, Kevin, Christian passive aggressiveness sexy and catchy. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. and like that music video drives it home. You're either with us or you're dead on a gurney because you one time smelled a cigarette butt. Now you're dead. Congratulations. <laughs> and you're going That's... to H E double hockey. Stick. I wonder, I wonder uh if this exists, but I would love to hear the on stage patter uh that they would probably do before singing this song in concert where it's like, you know, we've had to say goodbye to a lot of friends over the years and we oh, wanted to write a song a lot of about podcasts. Like, whatever the <laughs> Whatever the case may be. But we still love them as Christ would love them. Like abstract way. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting emotion that I haven't heard put in a in in a Christian song before. So I guess even from just like a technical songwriting perspective, they're getting at something that is unique. It's not just like vertical worship songwriting of like, God, you're great. You know, it's like but but the thing that they're zeroing in on with, I think, a fair amount of accuracy in their specificity is mean. <laughs> Maybe it's yeah. a little bit mean, even though they seem so cute and nice in that music video. Judgmental. Yeah. 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 I, I think you're right, Caroline. It, it is kind of like these mental gymnastics you have to do. And like I and, and when, when Kevin, you asked if this was triggering of people doing it to us, then the very same token, it's triggering of me doing it to other people when I was like, a church planter. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, yeah. sorry, you can't serve here. You can't do that because this or that. It's okay. very much these mental gymnastics where you're told to love people, but at a distance. 
And then if they meet these requirements, then they can be brought into the fold. But if not, you can still love them. You can still hang out with non non say people. That's fine. But I'm like, it's like, what, what is it? Is it one or the other? It's, it's, it's so confusing. And to make sense of it all is just even more work than my brain has time to do. Yeah. Well, and I used to think too of like, oh, well, with non-Christians or whatever, they'll get like the show, Caroline, you know, but people that want the real, yes. rawest, coolest <laughs> Caroline, like you gotta love Jesus, you know, and As then it, you get to know the real me and it's worth it. Otherwise it's line <laughs> or bust. <laughs> And guess what? She doesn't cuss. She's kind of weird. Hey, to know me, I, to know me you got to get with JC. Yeah. You know, really know me. That is that, that is so oh interesting. God. That's true, though. No, I, I totally get that. That track. Like, yeah. like, I will keep you at a distance. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't ask you friends. for advice if I was going through something, you know? Right. But, and I wouldn't disclose like, things about myself. You can't trust yes. them. Yes. Yeah. You can't trust them. They it's don't so know the rude. Lord. They're not part of the yeah. family. Mm. And then I actually yeah. did get to know people that were not Christian. I was like, oh, they're better at being human than I am. So, whoops. <laughs> Listen, Funny how that works. learned a lot. Yeah, Friends, I got a lot of regrets. One among them is maybe seven or eight years ago. Uh, <laughs> a girl confessing to me that she had a crush on me and she was a wonderful person I'd been friends with for, you know, a couple of years. And then one of the reasons was like, well, I don't know. You're not a Christian. Unequally yes. poked. There it is. Unequally <laughs> poked. Oh, gracious. No, man. Yeah. That, that, what, That's what amazing. Oh, it's so sad. Super it's... common. So many people did that. Did you oh, do yeah. that ever, Caroline? Uh, no, I wasn't like interacting with <laughs> non-Christian <laughs> boys like enough for that to even happen. That's how Christian I was. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm sure but, it would have happened a lot. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, 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 you're right. You're <clears throat> right. You're right. Yeah. If you if you mm-hmm. let yourself, then it would have been having constant. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, you know, usually, you know, uh, for singles ministry, we do a little segment called "Cover Me," uh, which we don't have the jingle for because it's on the hard drive. iTunes just told me, but I was looking for a, a like any cover version of this song on YouTube. And there are none. There are like drum covers where it's a guy uh, covering it, just doing solo drums. And then there's strangely a lot of children doing the song as like a little sketch. Uh, <laughs> they'll be like lip syncing to oh, the like song. Oh, like acting it out. Do yes. they like cast out one of the kids? <laughs> like the and murder him boy. By an- <laughs> yeah. No, there are. There's 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 a few of those. Uh, but you know, I did find, <laughs> I did find one where it was, uh, I think, I think it's worth watching and Caroline, it's in my, it's in my sweet spot of content where it's from almost 10 years ago and it has less than 200 <laughs> views, which yes, for let's me go. Let's good punch stuff. down. Here we oh, go. Dear <laughs> now, let's, oh, no. let's not give any specifics about this. Um, yeah. like shout out his username or anything, but let's just hear what this person has to say this one is for Jana. i'm not even going to introduce it but i fully expect you to uh to do a version of this yourself you already know what it is so i'm just gonna start playing she already knows i heard your record on the telephone it was my cousin jones 
She picked it up in the top 40 recommend. I read your interview in Rolling Stone. I'll skip ahead a little bit. We know exactly where you are and you're gone. Don't know exactly Almost, where you're yeah. coming from. Have you gone astray? The title is Vocal Fun, and I think he is having some vocal fun. He, he was having fun. fun. So he's and having you know a lot what? of fun. I bet Jenna enjoyed it. Good for I him. I enjoyed it. Hey. Oh, I, this, I, I okay. think the mixture of like the really crappy camera and the fuzziness <laughs> just added to it. It's endearing. Oh, 2012. And a yeah. Different ratio. A different I, I, I love his confidence. Like, you already know what it is. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> the title of the video. Like, You're going to you do it back. Here we what go. What song could like it possibly be? It's like a rock band <laughs> getting into Freebird. Like, you guys know this one. <laughs> like, my friend's so long. Okay. Um, this oh. reminds me of a question I want to ask you, too. As a worship leader, did you ever try to imitate any of the DC Talk boys Ooh, in your style, in your both instruments or in your vocals? Oh, man. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. When the Supernatural album came out, I listened to it religiously, and I was so fascinated with how each member of DC Talk had like their own thing, right? Uh -huh. So like Michael had this kind of like a very like an R&B, I guess, kind of approach. He was like, he would like, he would riff, but not in the same way that Kevin would riff. And then Kevin would have just like a very almost like cinematically rock and roll kind of energy glam with all rock. of this hyper yes. vibrato, totally uh -huh. glam rock. Very well and then Toby Mac, yes. And then Toby Mac was like, he, you know, he, he was like the hip hop guy who's like now kind of edgy, kind of new metal-ish, I guess. And so I really didn't know. I wanted to be one of them and to encapsulate one in my persona. And Michael Tate was the brownest one. I thought maybe I could be Michael Tate because I'm kind of the brownest one. But there's also something rockish about like Kevin Max. So I, I can't say I did, but I can say I analyzed the hell out of it to try and oh determine which one I wanted This was to like, you're, are you a Carrie or a Samantha? Oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> that's such a Kevin thing to do. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Pisces rising and I am a Tate. <laughs> I'm a Tate. Gracious. I know. Kevin, what do you think I would be out of the three? Out of the three, you're Kevin Max. Yeah, easy. Okay. Yeah, easy. like it's not even a question. Easy? What does that mean? All right. Because Kevin yeah. Max is the most Enneagram four out of these three boys, I think, where it's he desires individuality <laughs> in the same way I think you do. Oh, okay. Yes. That's here comes the distract. All right, here comes the no, kiss No, 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 yeah, no catch distract. to it. No um, catch. But Kevin, you, I think you're kind of a Toby Mac. I'm, unfortunately, I'm a Toby TBH. Mac. Where yeah. it's like oh, people nodding. look at me yeah. and they're like, someone <laughs> get him some water. <laughs> like, <laughs> is he okay? I hope you start wearing a bandana in your, in your twilight years. That would be so nice. Oh, this reminds me, there was a... Um, <laughs> This is so funny. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, they wrote it up on Relevant. I'm sure Tyler probably worked on it. Our friend Tyler Huckabee. Kevin Max asked fans to cast a hypothetical DC talk movie, and they did <laughs> oh not disappoint. God. So Kevin's out here on Twitter. This is a year ago, January 10th, 2020. If one should ever do a film on the life of DC Talk, who should play who? Top shelf actors only. <laughs> Top shelf, damn. Of course. Oh, so first first person says Wayne Brady has taped. <laughs> Wayne Brady. Read, read the next thing, read the next That's thing. That's actually next, pretty next, good. Next, next part. Like Nick that. Cage is Kevin Max. Jamie <laughs> Kennedy is Toby Mac. <laughs> Bro, I, I will crowdfund the shit out of that thing. Let's go. Somehow, Nick Cage as Nick Cage is a perfect, I, perfect, perfect. I, 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 think, I like that they all are casting them as middle aged too. <laughs> They're not the young version. Uh, I'm checking the day on this tweet because it seems like it was written in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman plays Tate. Anthony Hopkins is Toby. Ancient. Bono's 
Holy smokes. <laughs> oh, my God. Bono's dad. Oh, my gosh. Another gentleman. Toby, Andy Samberg, Michael, Michael B. Jordan, no. Kevin, Bradley Cooper. Okay, this one is trying to flirt with Kevin Max for sure. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the Bradley get, Cooper. Get some points. Come on. Oh, gosh. Paul Bettany, Toby Mack, Michael Jamal Warner, Michael Tate, Ryan Gosling. They do all look like them. Wow. Sure. That, one's, that one's pretty good. And yeah. then Tyler Huckabee's was Aaron Paul as Toby Mack. <laughs> Uh, Robert Pattinson Perfect. as Kevin Perfect. Max. And then, uh, oh, the gentleman who was so John mad Boyega. about Star Wars. What's that? John Boyega. Boyega. John Boyega. His name escaped my mind for a second. That's actually a very good one. I'd watch that. Caroline, how do you feel about this one? <laughs> Toby, wishfully, Paul Walker, RIP, <laughs> realistically, <laughs> no, Daniel Radcliffe. To- <laughs> Damn! No, I would accept Paul nothing Walker less than a post-mortem <laughs> Paul Walker. A, ho- a holographic Paul like Walker. A CGI. Hey, do what like he, a, whatever they did for the, those scenes in Fast 7. Like a, Michael, like a, yeah, let yeah. Paul Walker rest. And let that Kevin, man sleep. Harry Styles. <laughs> so someone's tweeting at Kevin Max in his 40s or 50s. I think Everyone's, Harry Styles should play. Yeah. People's the concept idea, of Kevin Max is like all over the place. <laughs> real quick. The idea of Paul Walker his likeness being resurrected to portray Toby Mac, he'd be like, what are you doing? Stop. <laughs> Yo, go T-Records. Like, it's going to pop no, it up. Caroline, it's going no. up, guys. Go. <laughs> go T-Records. Get out of here. Oh, Get out of here with gracious. that. This, this is now traumatic. I can't ever stop thinking about Go T-Records. It's not traumatic. Yeah. It's not good Christian oh. fun of, unless it's traumatic, at least. <laughs> why, would you name a, why would you name a record label after that? But it's not spelled I like wonder- goatee. It's spelled like go T E E. It's not like Which makes even less sense. So maybe it's about golf. Like, golf? like goatee. Yeah. Yeah, I don't and know. And he doesn't even rock the goatee anymore. I'm just I I'm know. Googling. Yeah, the him. dopest thing in the world is golf. In fact, the thing that seems to have stuck around style wise for him the most is is hat wear. Sure. So he really should have. <laughs> he loves a pork it. pie. Homeboy yeah, loves a pork like, pie. Lids. Oh gosh. <laughs> Any, anything else we want to say about this song? My friend, so I long. love this song. This song is so good. So friend, my long. I I think I, musically I, it's kind of cool. Like the yes. different hooks and breaks of it. I think they totally. crafted a good pop song. So Very all right, good. let's do it. Let's get to our rating. The way this works, gentlemen, is we give it a holy roast or a holy toast. Uh, holy toast is a thumbs up. We send this song to heaven. heaven or holy roast. That's a thumbs down. We send it. To and so we'll start as usual with Caroline. Uh, Holy Toast, this song lyrically reminds me of how I- internally I talked about Josh Hartnett as a child, which is like, if he were my boyfriend, I would kiss him, I would hug him, we'd go on dates, it'd be awesome. And if he ever betrayed me, like that would be the it for us. <laughs> um, and so I, I, re- I, re- I respect that pettiness and the imagination of this song too. So Holy Toast for me. I respect the pettiness too. Great rating. We'll, we'll turn it to uh, Josh first in a, in a yeah. stunning turn of events. I'll do a holy toast as well as as for all the passive aggressiveness of the song. Mm-hmm. That that intro riff on the acoustic guitar is so unique and weird, and they still intertwine it into a very yes. Mm. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, I I want to hear that acoustic riff non-stop 24-7 in heaven. So I'll toast wow. it. Josh is going to go practice this and learn that immediately after yeah, this. Yeah, I'll figure it out tonight. Yes. Hey, I, I smell a new diss track beat coming soon. <laughs> yeah. 
the band it's back together. Talk. <laughs> it's me stumbling through all the intros of their songs. And then doing the Adam Sandler and, and consuming. <laughs> That's the, I've never heard anyone Might reference it like hit. that. Yeah, it's perfect, dude. It's so good. Yeah, hey, oh. consume me, aka Hubie Halloween. <laughs> oh my god! All right, we'll turn to Adrian. What say you for this song? I'm gonna say Holy Toast primarily because of the music video. The music video to me was clever. Wow, it cinema. was thematic. It was cinematic. They you, you took you on a ride. You're like, who is in the gurney? No one knows. <laughs> and wait a minute, it's me. Am I in the gurney? It was just deeply engaging and yes. again there's something about the stoic delivery of lyrics that i have always been like if ever i somehow make it big as a musician mm-hmm. and somehow make a music video i'm gonna stare straight into the camera and barely move my mouth okay. even though i'm belting on the track we kinda, so, yeah, it's, it, it makes you wonder if this podcast would have been better if we had done that over zoom if we had all just kind of looked at the our Zoom cameras and just barely spoken. I am so voices. happy to be here. It is the coolest yeah, thing to so be here. It's I guess deconstruction for me Thank you. is a journey. It's a process. We are so grateful and grateful. I love everyone now. Oh, you guys now. look so freaking cool. <laughs> oh my God. It works, fellas. It works. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I, I'm, I'm making it unanimous. I'm giving it a holy toast myself. Let's go. The, the lyrical content and the thought of this song is you know and much like the namesake of our guest dirty and rotten yeah. but <laughs> the music overwhelms it so it's going to heaven baby Yay! <laughs> as, that's such a good song as per usual you can make something evil fun if you package it the right way uh so <laughs> go to at christian fun pot on twitter give it a roaster toast yourself get out there and pokemon go to the polls we did it. We did it, Joe. Oh, perfect. Okay, now, friends, it's time to bring it down here in the studio. Oh, Dexter? No, no, no. Excuse me, buddy. Sorry. Got a little furry friend over here. Our producer, Dexter, is uh, is getting a little out of control. Slacking off. <laughs> but we're, we're dimming the lights, and we're lighting the candles in here, and... Uh, Listen, we're not here to plug our projects or promote ourselves. We're here to lift those things up to the Lord. And by that, I mean our social media handles, our podcasts, our projects, and maybe even something we're enjoying in secular culture. And we start, as per usual, with Caroline. Um, You can lift me up at Caroline's Farts. Um, I don't have a classic lift up this week. um, (laughs) What's this going to be? My cat. (laughs) What is it? (laughs) <laughs> dry cleaning um, it's gonna be uh, I lately when I just really feel like I want to see something when I want to feel something I, I open Instagram and you know how you have your first stories at the top the, the people you're always interacting with sometimes huh? I just slam that slider all the way to the end and I see what are the stories I haven't been watching in months years who knows and within there is buried some gems and some people I, I shouldn't have forgotten. So, uh, so I highly recommend doing that. Caroline's recommendation in Lift Up is fighting against the algorithm that's ruining our lives in many and, Yeah, areas. and you're going to be sticking it to Instagram every yeah. day when you do that. Zuckerberg is going to be crying in his <laughs> sleep. Be like, how dare she? Wow. Good Lift yeah. Up. All right. We turn it to Adrian. <laughs> uh, you can lift up Dirty Rotten Church Kids podcast anywhere fine podcasts can be uh, procured. Uh, you oh, can yeah. follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Dirty Rotten Church Kids, uh, as well as on Twitter at Dirty Rotten CK. Um, and then uh, you could also lift up, uh, I watched four hours of the of a 
Justice League, the Snyder Cut, and I'm exhausted. It's just a lot of sepia tone, uh, just long, very long, and I'm absolutely exhaused, y'all. Uh, I need, I need, and, I, I and need you're rest. lifting that up. You're I'm saying, lifting that up more that for out. more for like myself. I think he's lifting himself <laughs> okay. up, and people need to I'm support him up. in light of it. <laughs> oh, it's okay, a really yeah. tough time, and so that's yeah. kind of what I'm lifting up. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right, thank you, Adrian. We turn it to Josh. I will echo Adrian's um, social medias. Mm. Um, echo, echo, and echo my echo. Yeah. Um, but also, I I, I read a, a a graphic novel series called Lock and Key. Uh, it's there's it's also a show on Netflix. You can pass that up. The graphic novel is amazing. But I will lift up the lock in your heart because there's only one key. And just like the video we watched earlier, you know what it is. <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> you know what it's about Jana, to be. You know you know yes. what it's about. To Jana, be. you know what the key is. All right, Jana. Um, but uh, yeah, I would like to lift that up as well. Yeah. Lock <laughs> and key. Lock and key. All right. Terrific. Uh, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. And I'm going to lift up uh, uh, the Freedom Podcast, which friends of the show, Lauren Lapkiss and Paul F. Tompkins do, with someone who's not a friend of the show, Scott Ackerman. But that has been so nice. good. So no good. Friend, no friend to GCF. No friend to GCF. He grew up in the church. It makes sense that we would have Ooh. him on. <laughs> yeah, he grew up in like Orange County church stuff because yeah, he was out there. Contact um, info. But terrific show. We hope to complete the Freedom Trifecta at some point in the future. We love you, Scott. Mm. Uh, but yes, what a great little, like, this is how I mark so much of quarantine. is like the first podcast I listen to on whatever particular day while taking my morning walk. And that's such a great Thursday rhythm. So I recommend it to people looking for a little bit of normalcy in their lives. And you can lift us up at christian fun pod everywhere you can go to patreon.com slash good christian fun for more good christian fun and you can leave us a review on apple Podcasts. and every review you leave we donate a dollar to charity and this month's charity for the month of may is rain it's the rape abuse and incest national network it's a charity we've done before but it bears worth repeating Josh, Adrian, thanks so much for doing the show, gang. What a fun Thank time. Thank you. Thanks so much, guys. It's we, been a yeah, joy. We, really we fun. love thanks. you guys so much, and we really admire what you do and want to encourage you in it. <laughs> want to encourage you. I mean, we're in church again. We want to encourage you. Let's we go. Wanna, yeah, just like keep it up. You know, you guys keep the faith. love it. Yeah. Keep the faith. <laughs> Thank you for this word. Yeah, I run the race, that. brother. Don't ever change. Yeah. Persevere. <laughs> Philippians My 4, iron 20. is so sharpened right now. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, my iron's never been sharper, if I'm being honest. It's been a long quarantine. My iron is razor sharp. The iron is sharp. And there's nothing left to say except for an all of Pod's people said Amen. Amen. All right. Uh, Okay. Uh, Dealer's choice. Should we go out with the uh, cover of the song to Jana? Or should we go out with the Jesus Freak Cruise edition of this song. We're going to go with Jesus Cruise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's go to see I need to see those, uh, yeah, those can can kicks see. again. <laughs> I've got we... a Mai Tai in my hand. I'm ready to go. Here we go. <laughs> Island time. Can you imagine? A PSA. Don't leave your Timberlake in the car too long or this will occur. (laughs) All right, we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.